Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Can these Democrats be any worse in debates? I saw one write-up. I was watching the Lee Zeldin, Kathy Hochul, and the John Fetterman, Dr. Oz debates last night. I don't remember where I saw it. I was reading a bunch of things after. That it was unfair. It was unfair to Fetterman that with his disability, that he had to debate somebody with TV experience. Well, maybe Dr. Oz should have just beat his head on the podium and came up and went, and maybe the little cartoon birdie should have flown around his head. What do you mean it's unfair? There is something physically, mentally wrong with Fetterman. He's not all there. And these morons, well, you know, we, we don't want to ableism and uh, we don't want to, uh, we, we want intellectual diversity. No, we, we might, might, might say, I mean, I would disagree with it, that we want ideological diversity. We want differing points of view, perhaps. But being mentally unable to be a senator. If he if he was a if he was a Republican, can you imagine the kind of the, the nightmare this would be? By the way, he raised a million dollars. Fetterman raised a million dollars after the debate. So it's obvious that big left money just wants this guy in there so they could tell him how to vote. But this, I mean, this last night was was very hard. It was very, very hard. And it was the same thing with Hochul. Hochul looked like she was completely unprepared. I mean, Lee Zeldin hit every right note. And and some of the magic moments, and we uh, we have we have them. When when Hochul says, "Why are you so obsessed with locking up criminals?" I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that. I I can't believe it. With the crime rates out of control in the cities. Joe Pinion was on with Webb earlier. I don't know if you caught the interview. He pointed out that Rochester, not New York City, Rochester, an upstate city, has more murders per capita than Chicago. Chicago! So let's start with it. Here's John Fetterman's opening statement before you play it. Each candidate was given 60 seconds, no rebuttal, to explain why they should be the next senator from Pennsylvania. Cut three. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Is this the beginning or the end? Is this the beginning or the end of the debate? Hey, good night. But I'm bump. I'm just kidding. Here's Fetterman mumbling some kind of nonsense about vocational school funding. Cut four. You have 30 seconds. Again, 
I, I think it's no, it's it's just the same the way the university for degrees as well too. Supporting that and partnering with the the unions and making sure that vocation training are as as is uh, is affordable and uh, providing the resources to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't the right choice for for every person, you know. But going to those kind of vocational schools, able to create a career to to weigh to excuse me to wane. Uh, reach a lot of way, uh, high salary and again supporting to reduce those costs are critical too. I think he's trying to say that um, there should be some intersection between vocational training, the unions, and jobs. I think that's what I got out of that. Did you get that? Did you get that? You got <laughs> Bill's got his hand, his palms faced up to the, to the, to the ceiling. He, He's not even a political guy. He comes to us from sports radio. I I I think that I think that's what I got. I got I got a good beat on on, on these things. Um. After we've seen how many videos of of Fetterman saying that uh, he does not believe in fracking, thinks it should be banned outright, supports the transition. Apparently, he's always supported fracking. Cut five. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't, I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. Aha. Uh-huh. So the question is, you said you don't support fracking at all. So tonight you, you know, there are probably some people that think this is unfair. It's actually mean-spirited towards disabled people to actually have the moderators ask questions of Fetterman. I mean, just just vote Democrat, right? Don't, don't take into account this man. Now, maybe some Democrats are thinking, okay, uh, this guy, you know, uh, whatever, if Shapiro becomes governor, then, you know, uh, he'll just pick a new Democrat senator. But be careful, because what if Mastriano wins? Now, here he is. Remember, every time Donald Trump sneezed, the media wanted to know what was wrong with him, right? They want to know what's wrong. Wait, what's, what's, what's wrong with him? 25th Amendment, something wrong with him. He's having health issues. We didn't see his medical records. Cut six. Mr. Fetterman, will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. No. Uh, to me, for transparency is about showing up. I'm here today to have a debate. I have, you know, spe- speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve, and, and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that, again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. Follow up. I didn't hear you say you would release your full medical records. Why not? You have 30 seconds. No. Uh, yeah, again, my Dr. L believes that I'm fit to be serving, and that's what I believe is where I'm standing. And he even gave to my campaign. One more clip, and then we'll we'll move on.
Here's Fetterman yelling something about Social Security. Uh, cut seven. I've talked to seniors worried their Social Security checks wouldn't go far enough with the raging inflation. I've talked to couples when I make their first down payment on a new house and they can't afford it anymore because of interest rates. I've talked to families. You want to cut Social Security. M Mr. Fetterman, it's his turn for his closing. Between Biden and Fetterman, imagine we have to have a vote to go to war, right? I mean, you got Biden out there saying that nuclear Armageddon is a high probability. We're going to have, we might have this guy voting to declare war. This guy is going to be voting on things like whether or not we're going to have single payer. Or whether or not we're going to force children to undergo quote-unquote gender-affirming care. And he doesn't seem to be able to grasp anything that is being said to him. I've been hearing a lot about this Republican elimination of Social Security. Has anyone seen any pretext to a bill or anything? I, I haven't. They keep saying it. And you've got Democrats out there lying repeatedly about school closures. It's I, I said it yesterday. They're trying to flush the toilet. They don't want you to remember that you know what they did. They don't want you to remember. Well, look, the water's clear. I don't see anything in there. Oh, you did a lot of you did a lot of you did a lot of stuff. Okay, all right. You did so much stuff. We were pretty sure you were at the chili cook-off. Here's Gretchen Whitmer lying through her teeth about the years-long school closures in Michigan. Cut 11. Governor, you've been in office for four years now. Harry Truman said the buck stopped at your desk. You've had four years to try to fix education in this state. Why is it not where you would want it to go at least four years ago where you said you wanted to go? We've also had some historic challenges over the last <laughs> few years, I think, to put it lightly. You know, Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governors, and kids were out for three months. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, did she say three months? Anyone can go on Google and in three seconds know that's a lie. This is where they are right now. If they just lock arms and say, well, I had nothing to do with the lockdowns. None of this is my fault. I, I you know, I was just trying to, you know, uh, reassure the public that they could trust in the science. Excuse me? The Democrat left in this country is the lockdown and reset party, period. Period. That's who they are. They became little tin pot authoritarians. But to believe that Hochul, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Whitmer, you know, the kidnapping victim, kept the schools locked down for three months is insane. Nobody believes this. Just as nobody believes that DeSantis, let me get this straight. You're supposed to believe that DeSantis had Florida locked down while Whitmer had Michigan open. Again, if you, you know, maybe you should beat your head against the desk then. Wines at 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. 
That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.